This is a HeadGum Original. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Vroom, vroom! No, not yet. Hey, everybody, it's me, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Marika. Uh, this is a new episode of The Pit Wall. But before we get into the episode, I just want to say that we recorded this episode before the big Gunther news. He comes up a bit in the conversation, but we don't talk about him getting fired because when we recorded, it didn't happen. He still had the job. He still had the job for, I think, six (laughs) to eight hours before. (laughs) Yeah, it truly was like immediately after. The news came out. I was like, oh, my God, we just recorded an episode and talk about this at all anyway so it happened after we recorded this episode we talked to the action boys about ferrari and and michael mann a lot it's pretty good and here it comes it's it's here it's it's about to start enjoy Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you guys went totally quiet. Uh, I appreciate I that. I kind of, I did kind of want to see if anyone else would react first. You're supposed to be checking in with Marika right now. So yeah. I was just yeah, chilling. You told, you told us to fucking keep a lid on back. it. And now you really fucked up. Get out of the way the while I do my onomatopoeia. <laughs> I kind so. of mildly made some faces about it. I'm reading something else. I'm on Wikipedia what racing is. I was like, that's a good vocal warm up. Yeah, I think I've got it. So is race baiting a big part of racing? Because that's what oh, I thought. Oh, no, that's Wikipedia a different thing. <laughs> okay, whoops. Hey, welcome to the Pit Wall, everyone. This is a Formula One podcast for casual fans. I'm your Pit Wall. No, it's been a while. I'm your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I'm Our joined. Capitore. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, uh, Marika, do you have a nickname today? I don't. I really don't. Marika Brownlee. (laughs) And we have some special guests. But before we get to the guests, I want to check in with Marika about Formula One. It's been been a few weeks. Have you been keeping up with anything at all? Not at all. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Oh, great. I I was hoping for an update from you guys. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, Um... The only thing that I've kind of paid attention to is there was an issue with McLaren, uh, like a social media person at McLaren or something, saying something about one of the drivers. Oh, oh that's good. I can actually explain this. Yes, please. It wasn't a social media person. It was uh, a driver, Bianca, cannot remember her last name. She's not a Formula One driver, but she's like... I with think the maybe in the McLaren's academy. Team. Yeah. Yeah. She's like heavily involved in McLaren and she she liked a tweet that said that Lance Stroll, one of the drivers, was autistic. 
Uh, but like, so, so I, I want to catch up Gabrus and Stanger cause they, they don't really follow formula one. And I don't know if they realize that how much drama is involved and that all these teams have very dedicated social media teams trying to spin things. And all these teams are trying to fuck each other over and find dirt on everybody else. It's very, it's, they it's use the social media to do it. Yes. <laughs> they really try to throw each other under the bus on social media like no other sport does. Like, it, no holds barred of like, look at what this person like, we better fire them and probably find McLaren a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this happened uh, uh, a few months ago where uh, I forgot what it was that Toto did, but every team came out on social media on like on twitter and posted i think word for word the same exact thing <laughs> one by one about it was how, like that... our team had nothing to do with this we yeah. don't know which which team principal was involved in in whatever the thing was and and everyone did it until toto wolf the principal for mercedes had to come out and be like yeah it was me it was me. Everyone said it, it wasn't was them. Me. It was I'm me. I'm depressed. <laughs> I have depression problems. I'm okay, and I quit it. For you guys think the and Sanger, accents that's a in this movie? We're, we're talking about Ferrari. If these guys think the accents in that movie were crazy. You wait till you guys watch a race. It is like uh, it is a cornucopia of. Euro accents doing English. Well, then also, do you get like the extra variable that they're wealthy or at least like weirdly elite? So that yes. adds like yes. a fun, like 100%. oh, I'm from Malta. You know, you're like, oh, I don't even know what that accent sounds like, and it's yes. like I'm a vamp. It sounds like a vampire. No, yeah. They're all like na they're all nationals, even though they're not really from anywhere. They just have residences at places. <laughs> they all live in Monaco. I'm a Monegast national. <laughs> Wait, what is it? What? <laughs> Wait, you're French, but you drive for an Italian team, but your name is Spanish. It all gets very confusing in your head very quickly. Oh, I got a little update. Um, a lot of my friends got the, uh, this is not a, a news at all, and this is probably very old news, but the, I feel like hot Christmas gift for old guys who are mildly into Formula One was uh, Gunther's book. book. Yeah, <laughs> surviving to drive a very clever twist on drive to survive the formula one show title that surviving him to famous. drive <laughs> and so uh guys this guy is the team principal basically like the head coach of the only american finance team haas which is also the worst team because of the guy. It's just a rich guy, Gene Haas, who owns a, a, mm -hmm. like a, a parts a manufacturing yeah. company. And he's like real into it. So he just kind of like it's his hobby, but they they can't get out of the basement. Is formula, they, are the cars Haas brand cars or are they like Hondas? Uh, I don't know who they buy the engine parts from. I, I think, I think maybe I, Ferrari. Yeah, they're, they're, they got Ferrari engines. So... But they, they are always complaining about how they have the smallest team and the least amount of money. But their team principal is a very, very entertaining guy named Gunther Steiner. And Gunther is, uh, he's got a great voice. He curses a lot. And he's always like, we're fucking assholes. We look like fucking assholes. Fuck you. <laughs> 
and he uh, wrote a book about um, uh, or it's like his journals, right? I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, a lot I of my friends got it for it. Christmas. I've only but heard the title once before. It's, it's his journal. It's his journal entries, and it's in his voice, and it's apparently very entertaining. And one of my friends, his 13-year-old daughter, is like, I love Gunther. He's my favorite. And I'm like, yes, that's what everyone would have guessed in 2024. The, the hottest teen heartthrob in Formula One is Gunther Steiner, the 65-year-old teen principal of Haas. <laughs> His not, journals. Not all I'm, the like twenty year old like uh watch models that they hired to yeah. drive these cars. <laughs> Skinfluencers. <laughs> yeah, also uh uh for you guys, being hot is kind of part of BF Formula One. They do yeah, factor that in as far as like can they sell um shitty stuff at an airport. <laughs> And they all have different, like, high-end watch sponsors, right? Yeah. Like, that oh, feels like all, the thing I see the most. Yes. the best place to buy an expensive watch is an airport, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm usually getting one before <laughs> I head out. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm flying to Morocco. Let me grab a fucking brand What's new. What's the markup on this? 800%? <laughs> oh, I forgot my watch for my trip to, to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I better fucking, I better pick something up here at LAX. <laughs> If you can't tell by those voices, our guests today are the Action Boys, John Gabers, Ben Rogers, and Ryan Stanger. Hey, guys, thanks for coming on the show. Hey. hey I love vroom, vroom. Here. Vroom, vroom. What the fuck are you doing? Hey, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Stanger, that was good, Stanger, man. holy yeah. shit, man. I got your back with that idea. Yeah. I'm Yo, on, Casey, I'm on maybe, I did, uh, Casey, I did maybe Foley like for a Michael Mann that. for... <laughs> 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 Michael Mann, uh, true. He wants everything so so realistic. He can only have Stanger in the booth doing all the cars <laughs> for the Maserati time trial. I did the, all the, uh, the, the I car got this sounds. guy Ryan Stanger in there. He makes noises. <laughs> we got along like a house on fire. <laughs> You're opening your mouth too wide for Michael Mann. You gotta keep. It. You gotta keep your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know shit about racing, but I do go see movies, so I'm the perfect guest for this episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I thought you guys would be the perfect guest for this episode. We're not talking about a race today. There's no racing there. I think there are There's they a testing mille mille, it for sure. Yeah, the Mila Mila. We're on holiday. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are on holiday right now, and we will look at the team and make some choices. These guys go on holiday every fucking three weeks. It does make you feel American watching this. Of yeah, like, they do. Oh, yeah, yeah they're always fucking... on yachts. Yeah, <laughs> they take uh, they take a summer break in the middle of the sea. They take a month off from yeah, racing. It's really cute. So they can in, all in go heart, on vacation. In the heart of competition, they take a full month off. <laughs> the NFL guys get like six days after the Super Bowl before they have to be mm -hmm. back at the gym. And every year their they cut it down. And they're like, yeah. yeah, oh, you know what? We're doing Thursday and Saturday night games now. <laughs> <laughs> and Monday night. Well, it's, it's going to be a 20-game season. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're adding three games, and you only get two days rest now. We Go don't like how horse. much 
brain you guys have brains you guys have left at the end of the season. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. I played football. You could tell by that sentence. There. Um, Luckily, you stopped at twenty-two. Like, God yes. help you if you were still ripping for another. God, 10 I watch years. these guys play, and I'm like, their fucking brains are toast. Look at that oh. fucking throw into the like. They're seeing seven guys. They can't keep their colors straight anymore. They're thrown into the wrong jerseys. I feel like it must be it's, a similar sensation to being in a Formula One car because it's so like violently like there's G force all the time. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy that 2024 football is more dangerous than 1957 Formula One racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The media, all the football like, players they talk about like, it, yeah. and, it's, like, and it's more yeah. dangerous. It's less dangerous than football. They keep innovating. <laughs> they all have the, the Halo system has saved a lot of lives, but oh, uh, NFL Halo. is just like somehow their innovations make it more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, we've got our helmets now cause brain damage. Yeah, the helmets are stronger and harder on and top. perfect yeah. weapons. <laughs> We have these if, German Kaiser yeah. helmets with an iron spike yeah. at the well, top. If, if, if the NFL was in charge of Formula One, it would have it would be Death Race two thousand by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no no races. We are in the off season. And we're the, on holiday, and, and we're on holiday. The boys are here to talk movies, specifically the Ferrari movie. Michael mm -hmm. Mann's Ferrari, to be specific. The only way now, I refer to the movie, actually. Now, Gamers Casey and I saw twice in a way because we basically heard the whole movie when we went to go see Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we saw Godzilla next door. Ferrari was louder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw Godzilla crazy. minus one on Christmas Day. And you would also, there was like a bunch of drama in the audience. So, like, the employees kept coming in and like looking around, and someone must have been holding the door open because it would be like this. And Godzilla minus one, yes, it has Godzilla screams during it, but mm. it's mostly like an, a hundred minute like uh, meditation on death and life and stuff. And, and then so in the background, you hear, hey, oh, what are you doing? A cigarette, an ashtray. Come on, McDreamy. Get out of here. And then I, I, and then I open the other door to get zone of interest coming in the other side so we can get yeah. the full access powers during the movie theater. That's like when I saw, when I heard the Oppenheimer bomb drop during Bar be in the other room. Wow. It was rough. A true op and be uh, yeah. experience. Oh, I, I like that. Title. That's a good marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They should run with that op and be. I always wanted it to be Boppenheimer. Oh, oh that's good. That's it's meta. a real op and be. That's for when they do the big bopper biopic that comes out the same weekend as Oppenheimer, too. Yeah. <laughs> It's when you get diarrhea from eating at Applebee's and then you go see Oppenheimer. <laughs> Hello, toilet. <laughs> Will I shit my pants? <laughs> so Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari, yes. Uh, Do you think uh, they showed the whole cast uh, or they had them all play Mario uh, or like did they just show them clips of Wario <laughs> for their accents? <laughs> yeah, they said it's all Mario Kart based. They right? only showed um, Shailene Princess Peach, but everyone else they <laughs> okay. showed Wario. Everybody else got to pick between Wario, Mario, and Luigi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a kick a turtle shell. I had the weather is fine. I had a little rainy. <laughs> I 
it didn't bother me. It felt like I was watching like didn't bother uh, me I, either. I could, yeah, and I don't know why. I play the, the these accent games are always so weird. Like we're watching a movie uh, ostensibly where it should be in Italian with yeah. English subtitles. Yes, but instead they speak English. Now, well, do they add an Italian like? Like you could go hunt for Red October style, where you kind of just like transition into of like now but they we're even have like British accents. That was kind of the thing for a while when they were oh yeah when they what? were posing foreigners with English accents, so our American brains could still know that they're not American. Yeah, <laughs> and then they they straight up will do um like Prince of Thieves towards like just talk, talk however you want. You everybody, want. Yeah. well that's <laughs> that's Kevin Costner just being like I'm not gonna do an accent. <laughs> It all it all comes down there's, to whether your star wants to do it or not. And yeah. well, there's there's that, but there's also like Amadeus, which is really good, and they just fucking they're just speaking with the right <laughs> American yeah, you're a accent. Huge movie star, and that has a lot of power. So like he wasn't <laughs> he? I mean, it was like an unknown, basically, in Amadeus, right? And yeah. then you get a like a, a huge actor who can kind of do everything, um, but like. Kevin Costner isn't going to fucking do that. And then you need to have movie stars and you need to attract an American audience. So you're not going to get a bunch of Italian actors. Nobody's going to give any money to that because uh, then nobody here is going to watch because people here are too dumb to fucking watch the movie. Well, and you can't populate the movie with a bunch of Italian um, actors doing a, a Italian accented English and then have Adam Driver talking in like like his character from you the need Girls. To you need to go yeah. full Wario. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would love to be in the meetings when they decided, like, we're all going to talk English with an Italian accent like <laughs> your grandma's did, wait, neighbor. Sh Shailene Woodley missed that meeting? <laughs> yeah. She was, sun you know, tanning her pussy somewhere or whatever the fuck she does. She was trying her best. <laughs> God, God, we love her. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be real. Her accent did not bother me. I, I, I thought even, it was going to be egregious the way people were talking about it. it is and then egregious. I was like, oh, she's just not doing one. She's just not doing one. She would roll her R's I, like every other R or something. Well, I walked out of the movie theater. Someone was like, Shailene Woodley's accent was terrible. I'm like, well, she's not Italian in the movie. And they were like, what? And I'm like, yeah. Right? Didn't he meet her like out of the country uh, during the war? And they're like, I think she's still Italian. I'm she's like, she's Italian. Yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, her accent wasn't great. <laughs> well, I, but but the thing is, it's like, what accent? It's like they're all speaking English. It's all make make believe. Like it doesn't really. It didn't like, take me not, out of it. They're not all speaking yeah. in a Modena accent either. Like, there's like <laughs> yes. Italians would just tell you like these guys are all from that think they're from fucking Brooklyn or something like that. Well, and I've heard that like. When they have Modena people speak, they have to have Italian subtitles because they're speaking so differently than <laughs> like traditional Italian too, truly. But I, I think that like her emotional truths are good. So you just don't, you, it just all kind of fades away. Like I, like her quiet moments and all, I, I just, I just kind of bought it all and I was just oh, kind yeah. of swept away this by is, it this all. This is why Hassan uh, Minaj hired you, right? Like to, <laughs> to do some social media stuff for him. Because like, you, you really know how to zero into those emotional truths. And yeah, I coined the term. Uh, you know, I saw some early cuts of uh, Ferrari and I was like, look, dude, I, I just saw this movie and I think we got something here for Stanger you. Stanger coined emotional truths and Oppenby uh, to kind of super popular uh, <laughs> phrases that are out there now. Well, I, yeah, the I thought that Shailene Woodley's accent bothered me less too because it was demonstrating such a downshift 
four and oh, that was life. Good. That was good. You like that Gabrus? pun there? Yeah, yeah. down. That was by accident. It's too. a racing <laughs> thing. Uh, he like the fact that it was so different at the house Casa Ventura, whatever, where uh, Casa Ventura, where Shailene and the uh, Piero lived. Like I didn't mind. Like it felt like it was just a more calm place for yeah. Enzo. So it was like the change in uh, accent and dynamic didn't bo- didn't bother me. I thought it was great. Also, I thought. Driver is great in this movie, and I don't even know how much he's really doing, but that's, I guess, the this power is, of good acting. Yeah, yeah this, this is one of the first times I've seen him in a movie where I uh, forgot that it was Adam Driver. Like, like I, I, I felt he was so immersed in the movie and the character that I was... I wasn't... It's like, I don't have the Tom Cruise effect where any Tom Cruise movie I watch, it, I'm just seeing Tom Cruise in a movie. Right. Uh, Adam Driver, I was like, this is Enzo Ferrari. This is, this is, uh, he looks, he's, and he's no mourning. one shoots an old man walking quietly with sunglasses on in an extreme close up better than Michael Mann. I'm sorry. Just, I could watch hours of Enzo <laughs> Ferrari just walking through a crowd kind of casually with his fucking big ass glasses on. He looks so fucking cool. He, he needs his suit jacket on though, because there's a few times where, it was just like with his jacket <laughs> off, and I was like, "Is this like a fucking elementary school play?" Yeah, he had like, like a, a throw pillow in <laughs> his belly. So you, could, you could read "Live, I, Laugh, Love" through his fucking dress shirt. My, my, my least—I think biopics are my least favorite genre. And I, I think as we've now talked too much about, like it should at, in this day and age, we should do it in whatever the native language is of where this is taking place. <laughs> I mean, the same thing kind of felt ridiculous about Napoleon too. It's like, shouldn't they all be fuck? Oh, shouldn't we just be watching this in? Oh, good example. No French yeah. accents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, didn't, yeah. Try at all. didn't even try. <laughs> Ridley um, Scott's like, come on, we're going to shoot this thing in 60 they're days. Doing, they're doing like quasi English accents. Yeah. They're, they're definitely doing not like, doing. Yeah. They're doing like historical period accent from like, you know, back in they're the doing old like, movies. Uh, yeah, uh, it's again, it really, I think school play is a great example. It really drifts into you're watching a school play or like a bad uh, SNL sketch. <laughs> it drifts into sketch yeah. comedy pretty quickly. Well, so let what's everybody's Michael Mann baggage coming into this? Because I, I love him. I'm always excited for anything he's doing. And so that makes me um, well, watch want, this. I, I want to finish sorry, my ahead. thought because I, oh, I yeah, it, sorry, it, it will transition into this. As much as I don't like all those things, I really like this movie because I think it is made for one person and one person only, and it's Michael Mann. He, <laughs> it's only like he made this for himself. Yeah, he. I like people who are like this is for an audience of one, me, and maybe somebody else will enjoy it. Now he did what he had to do to get it made with casting and stuff like that, but. It's full of really attractive people, really attractive cars. The story is like, okay, uh, but you're still (laughs) on board with it the whole time because he's so passionate about it. It does translate across the screen. I don't want to use this, overuse this word uh, because I'm old, but man is a real vibes filmmaker and like this movie just had the vibes dude i was <laughs> like you said i forgot that it like doesn't even feel like a biopic because it's so shrunken down to like you know we don't see like enzo as a kid being yeah. like falling in love with right. cars or whatever and i love that this is that's my favorite genre of biopic is when it's just focused like 
I, I think this moment. was like like I don't know three the months. length of time. This was supposed to be three months. Yeah, in this movie. Yeah, I love that. I love. <laughs> uh, I, I've seen this movie twice. Yesterday was my second time watching it. I I liked it a lot the first time. I think I loved it the second time because uh, uh once once you know what the movie is, once you realize how small the story is, uh, watching it again. Uh, like everything is being set up in the first few scenes that I kind of like skipped or like zoned out on because I'm like, all right, they're setting this up. Let's get to the racing, blah, blah, blah. The, the scene that's a uh, black and white little little movie. Uh, where <laughs> that shows he, he's him in, like where racing he's CGI as a in, in a Dude, car. <laughs> I, I really like the opera sequence where everybody's just kind of remembering the last time they heard the, the songs. I yeah. thought that was really well done. Yeah. Amazing. The song. story is pretty ludicrous, I think, especially in the third act where. Where his wife is just like, anyway, everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was fucking awesome in but this yes. movie. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. The, the, I was in love with her and terrified of her, which is like a, a you know, a sweet spot. <laughs> so, well, that, yeah, I mean, that's, that's Italian women. That, she was playing it <laughs> to did. a T. He, he, Gabrus, you're right. He got like a really fun vibe it, of, it, of just all the classic. Like, clearly, he loves old Italian cinema. And he loves the vibe of 50s and 60s Italian films and the fashion and the people and the places. Like, I'm going to shoot a movie in the most beautiful place in the world. (laughs) I'm going to have everybody looking as cool as they possibly can in an era when people just casually look good. Even small details. You know what I... Like, I loved fucking... um, Who's the English driver that they had? Von Tripps. uh, No, that's not him. The... um, uh, he put his his cap on at one point. He had like some cool like like knit cap. I was like, God, even that looks fucking good. <laughs> Bobby Jones or something. His like name's that. like Collins. Jack I think. O'Connell, whoever he played. Yeah. Uh, going back to Stanger's question about man baggage, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I just pull out my nuts. You uh, just do a fucking <laughs> ad for a fucking underwear. <laughs> Get yourself ball hammocks by Shinesty. Promo code Mighty. No, uh. I I've I like everything he does, obviously, and I've only rewatched more and more stuff and fallen more and more in love. Like I'm even really hot on Black Hat these days. But going into uh going into this, I was just kind of like, I don't give a fuck about it, but I really like Driver and I love uh Michael Mann. And I just I I'll t- my favorite thing about the film, I, my favorite sequence is the church stopwatch sequence. I think that's just such a Amazing. fun, interesting. But I really loved that they kept showing, like, so little car driving is in, like, the beginning of the movie, except they do these time trials, and with a big wipeout, too, but you see only single cars on the tracks, and, it, and it's got so much energy, it's so kinetic, so intense in that Michael Mann way, and then you're like, they're going to show a race with multiple cars on the road eventually, right? <laughs> and you're, like, <laughs> craving that because they just tease it out so much to the point where... The Mele Mele, something I know nothing about. I'm like, holy shit, boys, lock in. It's the Mele Mele. You know, like, I'm just like, they built the stakes for it in such an interesting, in such a way where I didn't give a fuck about anybody's motivation, except once we were in the Mele Mele, I was like, you better fucking smoke these Maserati pricks. Like, I was so on Ferrari's side for no reason. I just, like, just by the skill of the, you know, the, uh, the arithmetic of the movie making. Gabers, that's what it's like being a Formula One fan. You, you're, you're, 
You it's you true. you pick you pick these teams and you're like you're like they gotta they gotta fucking beat Aston Martin this week. Someone's yeah. gotta take those God, guys I down. I hope they get yeah. sixth place. And you watch them kind of one by one on the track during qualifying, and you're like, wow, that guy's going really yeah. fast. I, that, and I, then I the race I'm, comes, and you're like, they're can all I there. Say, frequently, the qualifiers are more way more exciting love, than the races. I love qualifying. Qualifying is great. Qualifying is when you know they're 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 out on the track the day before the race to uh set the time to set the starting grid and you know they're all kind of doing it at the same time but they're not racing each other they're all just trying to go like they're faster on qualifying day than they are on race day uh because you're racing like you're you're racing the clock on qualifying day yeah on the race day you're racing the other drive yeah it's all about the clock on qualifying which which and that that all kind of translated to the movie i thought really well Mm. Because what, like you said, it it is one car on the track, and it is just about the time. Like they're like Maserati's here; they're gonna break the record, and they're all in church, and, and then they got they hear the gun, they're the, the with the stopwatch, amazing sequence. That's probably my favorite sequence too. Because then he walks out of church, and they're like, Maserati has it. When are we gonna get it back? He's like, right now, guys. I <laughs> yeah, went to the stuff. France. I went to the France Quali a couple uh, last year. Oh shit! And um, it was they ran out of water. And uh, <laughs> it was like a thousand degrees and every it, like it, it really seemed it felt awful being there. Um, but the highlight was uh, Char- Charles Leclerc. Uh, he got the top. Uh, he, 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 he got pole. Oh, got pole. He got pole and he got pole at the very last second. So he was the last car to finish and Ooh. he was visibly faster than everybody else. And it wow. was really exciting. Yeah, that's great. You, you could, you were like, God, this guy's going fucking fast. Cause like when you're watching it, it's like, boom, boom, mm-hmm. like everybody looks like they're going fast as hell. And it's a matter of seconds. But then it's like, holy shit. He, I've just seen 10 cars make that same turn. That one was going faster than all of them. And you do think like, okay, everybody's gonna, how do they not roll their cars over? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, Marika, it's what was your what what was your um coming into this movie, and what where do you stand on man coming into this? Totally, totally great question, great question. <laughs> Never seen a Michael Mann film in my life. Oh, wow. Maybe have seen I've I've might not have even seen by Miami accident. Heat. Not uh, even by we accident. Were, we, were, we were talking. We were talking <laughs> Miami <about> Vice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Combined you, two. You saw of the his Miami movies. Vice Heat mashup. Miami yeah. Heat that came out. That girl, <laughs> girl talk produced. Jimmy Butler, <laughs> Michael Mann. <laughs> Nothing to do with the basketball. <laughs> Sued into oblivion by the basketball team. <laughs> yeah, Pat Riley took him down. <laughs> He's um, stocked yeah. up on hair gel forever. So I, I don't care about this man. I don't know him. <laughs> He's old. I'm going to see I'm him happy. next week. Look, I'm happy. I'm, go- I'm, I'm go- happy he got to make uh, this little movie. Where is he at the Arrow? Like he's at the Egyptian. At the yeah. Egyptian with Collateral, and I can't wait. Every time there's an interesting rep screening, I go, that sounds awesome. It's sold out. It's like, it's they're always sold out. I need to be on the fucking whatever the other. They're always oh, yeah, sold this- out if they're only sold out if the artist is there. Yeah. And, and I'm actually in the the minority where I don't like screenings where because you know what? I'm more like, God, I would love to see collateral at the theater. I wish Michael Mann wasn't there so I could get a fuck because if he wasn't there, nobody would give a fuck about collateral. Sure. 
Absolutely. I mean, I would like to see Collateral on the big screen in L.A. Like, that's yeah. that's cool. Nobody but, would yeah. give a fuck if it was just playing on its own. Like, if it makes the rounds and winds up at the Los Feliz 3, it's going to be 20 guys who look just like me there at 10 o'clock. <laughs> 10 a.m. <laughs> With decaf coffees. I get, now, Marika, I get, would this make you want to see more Michael Mann movies based on this? Or I'm going to go with no. This, uh, this didn't do feel watch, like I, a lot of his movies, I'll, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I just ultimately don't, you know, like... Ben said, I don't think he's making movies for me. He's making <laughs> movies for himself. I do want to watch Miami Vice because I love Colin Farrell. Oh, and I need will. to make sure that I have or have not seen it because I truly don't know. Uh, oh, there's crazy behind cool the movie. scenes stories of, of that movie. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the production Jamie went Fox off the won't rail. get on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and so it completely <laughs> fucked up the whole movie. And, yeah. And it didn't recover. People no. love it, but like it's got some serious problems because J- the star of the movie won't travel by boat. The whole movie's about boats. <laughs> now, Go does any boat. filmmaker love dying guy's hair gray more than Michael Mann? <laughs> Who? Yeah, we've got Collateral. We've got uh, Insider. We've yeah, he got... loves to cast a younger guy to play up in age too. Like that, he, he there's something going on there too. Oh, do you think that it's is really he, interesting? Because I. Like the Adam Driver of it all, I thought he did a really good job, and I love yeah. Adam Driver. But I was just like, "What? What's this choice here?" I thought he was like, cars, like most guy. guys go through shirts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I think I think what the thing is was Adam Driver got the movie made, and that's yes, <laughs> that's yeah. what that's 100%. that's the, the thought process behind. But like, nobody put gives him a in. fuck about Michael Mann anymore, <laughs> except film nerds. But I I like this for Driver because Driver seems to do this for a few different people. He's like, fuck it, um, um, you know, he's not like. Besides, he's like, I got to make sense of my last name. Number one, (laughs) 65 was, you know, that made no sense for my name because I was like mostly a spaceman, (laughs) barely did any driving. I'm not Adam Jedi. Um, (laughs) He's like, I did a bunch of shitty Star Wars movies. Now I should just do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Yeah. Well, now he seems to be like the guy who's helping, like, you know, make getting weird films or like films that wouldn't traditionally get made, get made by him. him. Well, and especially if he's going to play young Neil McCauley for Heat 2, I'm, I'm oh fucking game. <laughs> Although, I'm so tired of reboots and sequels and stuff, but this is the only one where I'm like, ah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I'll give it a go. It, it, it can't ruin Heat. That's that's I, that's how I feel. That's that's how I felt about this movie. That's how I feel about any Michael Mann. I love Michael Mann. He's, he's I don't love all of his movies, but he has made... Mm-hmm. I would I would say four of like my top ten favorite movies, and that's that's a big chunk of top 10 oh yeah uh, I like, hell yeah uh, we can't do the math on it here it's <laughs> no, impossible no, no, it's a, but it's a big chunk uh, it's, it's gotta a huge be chunk. around uh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do it uh, two, uh, two fifths is really but, if you want uh, i love i love uh collateral obviously gonna go see it uh gonna go see the man himself uh uh, uh heat obviously mm-hmm. I'm going uh, tomorrow night or Thursday night to see Heat at New Beverly uh, <laughs> for maybe my fortieth time. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, w- I went to go see Heat at at Vidiot's, uh in the <laughs> in the middle of summer last summer. It was like a hundred degrees out. Three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm watching Heat, and I was like, "This is the best experience I've ever had in a movie theater." <laughs> it was fucking awesome. It was uh, also hot in the movie theater. Yeah. Or just oh, yeah. hot outside. 
It, well, it was hot when uh, when uh, uh, Val Kilmer took down his uh, ponytail. Yeah, the temperature rose. In the theater, it's well, not it's hot Chris, in LA in the middle of the summer. Anyway, it's hot in LA in the middle <laughs> sure. of October. Yeah, that's what I meant. October. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then also I have to mention uh, Manhunter, which is like one of my favorite. I've talked to Gabrus about this movie a bit. Yeah, it's one of my I favorites of all time. I love Manhunter so much. And, and, and it's given it's given Michael Mann to me like like the past. Like any movie you know, he makes, bummer. I will go see. He, I Same. feel like he doesn't love Manhunter as much as I do. Yeah. 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 I yeah, think he's one of the most you. exciting movies. Well, let me just throw this out for Marika. Two movies that I are directed by Michael Mann, but don't fully fit into the Michael Mann style of movie. I mean, they do, but the genre steps out of it a little bit. Last of the Mohicans and The Insider are two very, very good movies that aren't fully Michael Mann film broy. You want and to know some very weird uh, trivia about Last of the Mohicans? It was written by a guy who lived here. He wrote it here. In your apartment? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. You're standing on hollow grounds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he wrote it right here. His cleaning lady was there every single day. He had to be on his deck doing it. <laughs> Not here on the porch. Well, the place was getting clean. Yeah, it's dusty I mean, as hell here. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mind the vibes, per se. And I, like... I thought all of the racing sequences were filmed really well. I do wish there were more of them, but I like, I think the story was boring and <laughs> hard to argue. Like, <laughs> I think he, he... And I didn't really like, I don't know. I feel like I've read a lot of reviews of people being like, this is like about the emotional weight on Enzo Ferrari. And I didn't get that at all. You didn't feel it? Yeah. Ooh, no, I, I felt, felt it. I felt it for Penelope Cruz. I thought she did yeah. an amazing oh, job. She was oh my stunning. god! If, if anybody thinks this movie's house, boring, I I would be like, yeah, I could see that happening <laughs> for sure. But, like I liked it. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. Very, it's for a very very narrow audience, and it is a miracle that it, it, it I think got made and that anybody went to go see it. I'm happy that it did. Yeah, I can I've I've seen I've seen the movie twice in theaters, and both times I kept like like almost uh, uh, feeling around me the disappointment of the lack of racing in the movie like 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 nobody other than uh the the four guys here uh well, went to go yeah. see this movie because it's like Michael Mann Ferrari you're like, a formula like, one podcast host that loves movies it's yeah. like it could be <laughs> more <laughs> down the fucking barrel for exactly. you I was, so I was very excited for it it sure, was on yeah. my vulture movie list thing and it's fucked me over on but, that but whole the, the general public going and seeing the movie twice in theaters I kept thinking that everybody else in the theater probably hates this movie they're probably so I, bored I kept on thinking about the, the Michael Mann's, and I have done no research about the making of it whatsoever, but I guarantee you he was very specific about the purity of the cars. I think any other producer would be like, we got to make the Maseratis a different color. Right? <laughs> I, it drove me crazy i'm like trying to remember the numbers i'm like all right now and they're all like 50 something at one point i'm like this is impossible to keep well you gotta of. go on. they did a pretty good job if you got like the eye for it which michael mann has but like he doesn't give a fuck about the audience which again i appreciate 
He shows the logo of the Maserati. Yeah, there's, there's a, on the grill. Close-ups yeah. of the grill, and that. But, that, that but was I think a lot of people like, don't know the what Maserati. the fucking grill of the Maserati looks like, and it's meaningless <laughs> to them. I, I was gonna say, I so I I love I love him, and he has this like he makes these movies with all his movies with an incredible amount of um, sincerity and. Uh, fidelity and he's so formal as a filmmaker which is compelling to me and so even like his doubles i still really like because i'm like oh there's a there's a formality it's almost like a fetish with how much detail he'll put in and research and all this kind of shit he has great adult relationships which is a lost art in movies now oh, it's yeah. like the, he shoots men and women in bed together in in such a beautiful way and it comes up a lot in his movies you definitely see it in this one i thought about that a lot uh uh watching it a second time where it was like like i i, where I was like kind of looking for like michael mann tenants uh, a mm. bit and and the thing that stood out to me the most was like uh yeah guys who love their job and are really bad in their personal relationships yeah. it's his style has been destroyed a little bit by uh commercials for like zales but the um he's if you think about your scumbag neighbor that smells like marlboros and has a speedboat and is twice divorced and thinks he's the coolest guy in the block even though his garage is kind of fucked up and like his house looks like it smells and it's full of fur. This is what his internal life is like. It's like a Michael Mann movie. <laughs> he thinks it's very stylized and cool and that he's having this beautiful sex on beds, even though it's probably full of fucking cum stains and it's disgusting. Um, but I like that Michael Mann lives in this fantasy land where everything's beautiful and he's able to translate it. Well, I mean, not to get granular, but... This is so, so autobiographical, this movie, like metaphorically. The moment Driver or Enzo, the the moment Enzo says. And also not metaphorically. Yeah, no. (laughs) The moment Enzo straight up says like, no, when something works well, that's beautiful. Or like, you know what I mean? Like when something performs well, that's beautiful. I'm like, holy shit. Michael Mann is like, this is what he's had to say to like uh, uh, editors that wanted to quit. (laughs) Like sound guys and shit. That, that, That scene, that scene is, is, was pretty funny to me just because it made me think of uh that's that's a scene where it's, it's him and piero him and piero yeah, yeah. And, he's, and they're, the, and they're uh, going over the blueprints for the engine of the, of the, engine of the car. form follows function yeah he's like he's like i don't like to race uh, uh like i was okay at racing but i much prefer to design the cars and it is exactly like the scene in ford versus ferrari when mm. uh um christian bale and his son <laughs> Where where it's the driver perspective of that scene where he's like, you see out there, there's the perfect lap. Like every turn is is right. And in this movie, it's Ferrari going like, you see right here, it's the perfect engine. And it only gets more beautiful the more streamlined it is. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, so I'm so I'm coming into this and I'm watching it, and there's obviously stuff like like you, Casey, I'd like to see it again because I would watch this and I'm thinking, like, okay, so. I don't know if, did we get enough time with his spring team? Because it's like, you're following these guys in the race. And I was like, I was like, who's who in the race? And like, okay, this, these guys have navigators. Um, McDreamy doesn't have a navigator. And I know that there's not in these endurance races, there's not a lot of wheel to wheel racing. They kind of did, did that to make it more cinematic. 
the cars are like miles apart normally, (laughs) you know, but they have them kind of like, you know, racing together and like the cars are all red. And so you're like, Jesus Christ. And you know, occasionally you get the close up, like you guys said of the Maserati logo, but I was like, did, you know, would it have been more fun if we got more of like, Ooh, these are the different guys. We get it with Portago. Um, and his kind of tragic story. And it did, I, you know, I didn't know the history of this and it did surprise me because they kind of set it up. Like he misses the, um, opportunity to win early on and he gets the winning speech and you think like, oh, he's going to have his fucking moment and win. And this will be this guy's arc. <laughs> and then they have like the fucking horrific crash at Wizado. When did you think something bad was going to happen? Was it when he threw the flowers in the air as they, as he drove <laughs> no, off? It, it wasn't until they showed the family that I was like, oh. When the family shows up, you know they're doomed. And I do like, I mean, speaking of accents, I don't know what was going on with McDreamy. He was kind of all over the place. But I really like the casting of him because it's like, that should be a guy that you recognize and is like, oh, this is like the hot shot. This is like, we know him. Like, it's it's perfect casting. And and his white shock of hair. When he moves his goggles and he's like all dirty with the white hair, it, he looks fucking stunning. <laughs> also, the, uh, Driver improvised the line about his hair too, right? That they just Silver kept in. Fox. Where they're just, no, he's like, and how about his hair? And they all laugh. And I'm like, oh, that was the end of the scene. And he was just like ripping. And and, and man just left it in. And the fucking I, shit about the, the, the uh, ashtray was fun. Yeah. Um, just drink. I mean, I, to jump it back to what Stanger said. Oh, I love the minimal establishing they did for the race team is like one espresso meeting where Ferrari's just like, and this guy, fast Englishman, this guy, fast guy, this guy, he's done it a bunch, but his wife hates him. And then <laughs> yeah. later on, later on, <laughs> they, and the dude always saying that and he drives like uh Massey or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I love that. Like him repeating that a million fucking times. And he's just like this other guy. Oh, and, exactly. and then when, team. they and they re, just right before the race when they're reporters and Ferrari's doing that walk by where he stops and smiles for every picture opportunity, like, like he's doing, he's just re, reminding you, he's like, and of course this guy is doing it alone because he's done it thirteen times. He doesn't need navigator. So when you see a car with one man, you know it's white hair guy. Okay, <laughs> and, you know? kicking, <laughs> kicking the press out was pretty good. Of like, oh, like yeah, that was really you, good. you make me seem like monster. You, you go. call me like quoting them on. Yeah, exactly. Was, Quoting yeah. them on their own line. Well, he wanted them there. He's like, let them all in, and then I'm going to kick them <laughs> yeah. out. I'm going to kick certain people out. I that, did want to know more about uh, the, the girlfriend, uh, because what a one-two of going from, uh, what's his Von, name, Von from Trips. Nightmare Alley. Um, no, no, I'm talking about the, the, the guy who died, who was yeah, yeah. with the actress, um, because they said he left... Uh, what was the star of the of Nightmare Alley? Tyrone Bradley Power. Cooper. He oh. he left Tyrone <laughs> Power. She left Tyrone Power for this guy. Tyrone oh, he Power left, he, tragically died very young and like fucking uh, is also a, a train wreck. So this girl, this girl is just and going he left from Raquel Welch. Man, for I her, just right? caught yeah. up on what what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Nightmare Alley. Who's this guy? He's talking Linda. The, I forgot that it was so that Nightmare Alley a remake. So yes, not yes, the fucking yes, Bradley I'm Cooper shittier now. one. I'm yeah, <laughs> got it. Um, I, I like both of them. I like both those movies. I haven't both seen either. Alleys. Are they worth watching? When? Yeah. Oh, the all originals. Right. All Tyrone Power is amazing. He's fucking incredible in it. 
but I, I did like both of them. I'm um, sold. She that kiss is like a real moment. Like I didn't know that. Like that yeah, feels the kiss so of st- death. Or yeah, whatever. they got that on photo on photograph, and it's like the last photo of that dude. Uh, uh, the whole son one, the autograph. Uh, the well, the you yeah. know, uh, the bastard son or whatever you want to call him. Uh, <laughs> Unacknowledged. The guy, is, the guy kind of financing this movie. Well, yeah, I yeah. He's the well. Ferrari now. Yeah, yeah like he, yes. Yeah, I they're think not. That's kind I, of, I was actually shocked how like kind of like doofy little kid they kept him in the movie. I'm glad that 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 didn't make him Ferrari, too Ferrari. Someday I'm gonna run the company. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I, at the end where he's like, is does the TV work there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I, that was they're kind of building to this like is he going to acknowledge this son or not? You know, and he's also like what a mess his personal life was versus like how expertly he's able to kind of manage these drivers and like this kind of cold engineer. And then in his personal life and they even just kind of hint at it, but Ferrari was fucking everybody. I mean, he kind of see <laughs> yeah. him just like check some girls <laughs> out, but in reality, I mean, he was fucking everybody, every, like all the drivers wives. Well, I the mean, first driver I, who dies, he's like, I know your mother. Hey, keep, keep, <laughs> a, keep an eye on my wife. Would you? And it's like, what are you thinking, dude? Don't do that. I want to know who it's... the actress dates after this guy died, because she's on quite a roll of like, how do you, <laughs> after date one, how are you like, I think I can't go. Like, she's beautiful, but you got to be like, ah, this isn't going to end well for me. Who, I do yeah, think it's really oh, interesting that, I don't know, like it, uh, my, I guess one of my main problems with the end of this movie was it, there's this whole conversation that Penelope Cruz and Adam Driver have, and she does acknowledge that he was sleeping with other people. And then she's like, I fixed all of this for you, by the way. And all I'm asking is that you don't acknowledge this boy until I'm dead. But also, like, I don't know, just from some light Googling, they couldn't get divorced legally. Like it was illegal back then in Italy. So I feel like it just kind mm. of like leaves her on a weird cliffhanger where she's like kind of like Well, she's financially from- tied in anyway. Like so she she need she unfortunately for her does need Ferrari to succeed on top yeah. of all that. Yeah. But it 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 cutting from that scene to then like him he's like staring out the window, he like gives a slight nod, and then it cuts to the kid at the cemetery and he's like <laughs> showing showing him his old son that died and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then it the movie ends and it's like, by the way, now he owns Ferrari. <laughs> it's like you could have given her a little more to like wrap things up. It just kind of like leaves her on like almost like a villainous note of like. Well, yeah, like the, you the can't... end card lets you know that don't worry. Eventually, Penelope Cruz dies, <laughs> yeah. so this kid yeah. could get Ferrari himself. Don't worry, yeah. don't be stressed. And the for lady such died. like a yeah. for such a beautiful performance from, from her, well, it felt kind of belittling. Keep like, probably hate her, right? Where it's like, and the woman who kept my right. name in jail for her whole life <laughs> finally died. Yeah, and <laughs> I am now free, and I run the company. Enjoy the film, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> when, when she discovered. When she, you know, so she acknowledges that he has mistresses, but when she discovers his whole second family and they have that fucking moment where she was like, you killed our, you killed Dino. I mean, that, that fucking scene was crackling, man. She was, 
amazing yeah. in that. And I thought it was like, and I thought it was like, he really comes alive in that scene too. Like that fucking, that great was performance intense. by that banker when he fucks up. Oh, he's great. Yeah. The bankers, uh, especially watching a second time where the first time you see him in like, you know, the, the, the address uh, is on the paper and she's like, She's like, I don't, we don't live there. What are you talking uh, about? Uh, and, he, and he's like, oh, he does a oh, really, sorry. really good he's job. Really good. <laughs> yeah. He does a really good job. He fucking, it, like, he does a great job. The, her driver does a great job mm -hmm. where he's like, I go, where do you want? And he's like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> there, it's, it's shot really well, too. In case you'd probably know this, like, how tight they get on their faces. I don't know. They're using, like, these lenses, but they're in. The camera's got to be like right up on their faces. Right? I mean, oh, there's yeah. sometimes where you can see into drivers' pores, where you're just like, Jesus. <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite shot in the whole movie is when she, when Penelope Cruz goes to Shailene Woodley's house and she gets out of the car, and it's just like this tracking shot behind her head, and the camera just kind of like pans around to her face as she's realizing whose house this is, and then you see her looking down. The camera pans over. You see the the toy car, and I'm like, this oh. is. So no, that, she <laughs> that she steals. That she steals. That she takes. That she steals, and, and Adam Driver doesn't even notice it. He when, doesn't when back at home. Oh, great, good uh, stuff. The mom is a great character, also of just being this uh, fucking awful, oh, naggy, <laughs> horrible mom. That he's finally the like, go to bed, mama. Or the part where she's like, "Are we and packed? Are we leaving?" Oh, and yes. she's like, "Shut she's up!" Like, and she just slams crazy. the door. <laughs> She's well, like, well, then, it's all over. You fucked up. I packed my bags. We have to leave the country. He deserves yeah. an air. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, you know, this horrible moment for fucking Laura. And she's like, well, he deserves an air. Well, if you, you want to talk like, stereotypes of Italian women, we can get into stereotypes of Italian moms. They are fucking, they were like fucking marry their son before they let anything else happen to them. Oh, the, Take uh, well from Your life's me. over. I packed my bags so we can leave forever. <laughs> yeah. Gabriel, so the, the thing that really stuck stood out to me uh, that was very Italian that I thought Penelope Cruz really got well was all the shots of her walking away from camera. Just anything you see of her walking away, I'm like, wow, that is my grandmother. That is right. that is an old Italian woman with a lot on her shoulders. Mm. And like the and speed. She's mad. And they're still <laughs> hustling. Yeah. yeah it's like a lot of to speed. walk that fast. Yeah. <laughs> I um, this is this is gonna sound Oh, sorry, Marika, were you? No, you can go. Uh, this is going to sound gross, but even like uh, my Italian grandma, like even Penelope Cruz's cleavage in it reminded me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my, my nana, you know. I don't Ms. know. Cruz, I thought you were in the theater uh, going. Cruz, I have less of a question and more of a statement. Your cleavage in the movie really reminded me of my Italian grandma. I'll wait for your answer. Driver tells my me to answer? fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> this week's episode of the Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portabellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast Vroom Vroom premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Wait, let's talk the Maserati time trial church sequence, which has got so many layers going to it. Like half of the people are timing based on the gunshot. But the the sermon the priest is giving is like, if Jesus was alive, he'd work in the Ferrari factory. Oh my God, <laughs> like that is just so <laughs> fucking funny. It is so it is so real to like just shrink it all the way down to like actually what we're doing mm. is the center of the universe. If Jesus we're basically came back, Jesus, he would be here with us. <laughs> but no. Nope. I love drivers not timing because he's like a cl- like he's we're at church. Come on, but everyone is so curious about what the times are. I got twenty six. I got twenty. I I, I love that the whole yeah, way. He didn't, well, he didn't need to do it because as soon as he <laughs> walked out of church, else, everyone's yeah. like, I got yeah. I was Yeah. Also, even the twisting in the story of making Ferrari the underdog is like completely backwards. Where it's like Maserati is always the like. Uh, underdog between the two. I mean, sh- he straight up created Maserati because like his Ferrari kept on fucking breaking. So it's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to make my own car. <laughs> so it's like, truly they are the, the also runs between the two of them. And then in this movie, it's like, God damn for Ma- Maserati's got the edge. And it's like, not really, but it still and, and makes for was- an exciting story. They compress some stuff too, and like he was doing pretty good in fifty seven, fifty eight. You know, they it's like they, the bankruptcy of it all is kind yeah, of the invented. Yeah, the phone call with the the uh, Fiat 
manufacturer is also great where he, mm-hmm. he, he just like basically wanted to tell the fuck well, off. Well, I do. I think there's also. But he I don't said, know he set that up. He set that up scenes ahead mm-hmm. where he had the reporter come in and he's like, look, just plant the story that I'm talking to Ford <laughs> and I'll categorically deny it. Uh, he's like, are you talking to Ford? He's like, no, I'm not. And so that was all yeah. set up for him to tell Fiat to fuck off. Yeah, but I do. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think the bankruptcy stuff is contrived. Like, I, I do think that they were going through that at that time. But I like the I liked that part because I liked how it related to Ford v. Ferrari when Ford goes to <laughs> Ferrari and then Ferrari, like the camera guys there and they're like taking photos of him meeting with uh, Enzo yeah. and then they immediately like go to Fiat afterwards. Um, I was like, wow, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, they, he I think he was always like on a razor's edge with that. You're right, because it was like he was obsessed with racing more and didn't like didn't like having to do production cars for consumers, for the public. And I did like, they kind of hint at it where he's just like, would make people wait. And he's like, fuck this guy. And it would be like princes and royalty where he's just like, you get your fucking car when you get your fucking car. All I care about is racing. Oh, that, that, that yeah. was when, when, that's a uh, fun sequence when they yeah. pull the car in, in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> you pulled in the rain and then the, the, our, our main, our main driver, not Adam driver, but the, the car driver, the new guy, he's there. And he's like, what should I, he's like, He's like, uh, uh, your highness, highness is waiting. He's like, he's like, which one? And he's like, he's like me. And he's like, not you. Get on the truck. Like, he hates the drivers. That that I think was was, uh, like, it it. I wanted to see more more interaction with the drivers. I wanted to see more race talk. Uh, uh but at the same time, like, I understand, like, like, uh. Uh, Ferrari says it in the movie. He's like, I don't, I can't be friends with these guys. I can't know them because they all die. They're, they're all, they all die. My friends died when they were my friends. I now have to like carry them with me. So I can't know these guys. Right. So, Ugh. so every time he's talking to the drivers, it's in this like very flippant, like, like it's raining. He's like, you just go out on the track. Like, like, don't, what are you talking to me for? Uh, that fir- it, like, like the first guy who dies, like who's like sleeping with the chick when uh, when Ferrari calls him, is like we need to beat Maserati's time. Yeah. Have you ever known a guy was going to die faster than like <laughs> I don't know if I really come on, you have to. And it's like I'm like later, dude. <laughs> You're he, fucking yeah. That guy gets yeeted out of the car and and <laughs> which and, I yeah. This is a major question that I have for all of you as Michael Mann fans. The the way that these like horrific accidents are set up to oh, look like I'm... crash test dummies mm. sort of strewn about the street. Is that a thing for him? Is that like a common practice? Well, that one shot that was uh, I, I had not seen that much gore in, a, in any Michael Mann before where, where it's but just it, it, feet it, and heads and arms right. and legs. No, he's, didn't... He never does shit like that. He does violence really well, especially the audio of violence. Uh, but he this was really interesting how they showed this crap. Like, you know, you, you just set up the pins or people in this case, whoops. Uh, and then <laughs> you see the car fly through and you're like, Whoa, that was crazy. And yeah. then you see the wreckage and you're like, Holy fuck. Dude. Well, There's watching, like a- watching that, like the actual wreckage happened, the actual crash, which 
I texted Casey. It was bad for me to watch in a theater because I have the propensity to laugh anytime someone gets hit by a car in a movie. And it goes dead and silent. Did not help. Yeah, uh, he loves. To I take the it audio in really out. fast. Uh, Doesn't help your psycho. Uh... Yeah, my psycho reaction. But it, it looked like it. It. I think. You know, obviously horrific accident, terrible thing that happened. We hate to see it. Uh, but the fact that it looked, it just looked so goofy. It was I, truly people getting knocked over by a car. Yeah. Watching, like watching CGI, it twice. Watching it flipping twice. Flipping around. It, it, I think what, what's the most off putting about it is when, as soon as everyone that gets hit falls down, like there's no more movement. It's like, yeah. Like the, the, the little <laughs> CGI models of the person, they just like, it just like fall and it's completely Collapse. still. There's no yeah. more movement. And that, that's, that's sure it's one quick shot. Uh, uh, it's the most dramatic well, it's shot kind of the like, movie. Yeah, it's, it's like the shot ever. <laughs> but it is still, about. but it, but it, it comes out of nowhere. It kind of hits you. I think, I think part of the, uh, the magic trick is that it is supposed to be quick. Uh, and I don't think Michael Mann is particularly good with, CG. Uh, no, stuff. I think uh, when when Gabrus and I saw the trailer for this, I think it was for Killers of the Flower Moon. I looked at him and I was like, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be bad." Because I I I suspect in the trailer they they showed more of the footage, or between the trailer and the finished film, they cut down on that flip. So it's it's a it's a quick second. It still is a little jarring because it looks so bad. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but it's so brief. But it's not part of a, it's part of a bigger piece. I think when you yeah. see it like isolated, it looks even phonier. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you guys brought this up because I wanted to ask you because it I think that's the elephant in the room on this movie is the crash at the Maserati time trial and the Weedazola crash. Both of those look like shit to me. Like yeah. when you see the little body flying out, that's <laughs> it's, and it's I arguably it, funny. It is. The and body him, is, is incredible. I heard him talking about like how they wrecked a bunch of Miatas for the actual physical car, but it just doesn't trans. It just looks like no. shit. Now, when they get to the bodies, that was, that was jarring and it definitely affected me. And yeah. in regards to violence in these movies, not. <laughs> I got turned on. I looked down at my, I well, love I won't feet say it. and hate the rest of people. So for me, <laughs> well, it's like give me that somebody that... that's completely severed in half. And that's oh going to light me up. Oh, that, Darth Maul, baby. The fact that so many of the bodies that were completely mauled only had one sock and shoe on. It was like one sock and shoe on one foot, barefoot the other foot. And this was multiple bodies in that one tracking shot. That's the shit that really does happen, which is terrifying. <laughs> like, he, you get knocked he, out of your shoes. Like, that's an insane But only feeling. one and the sock. <laughs> I, I heard him talk about that, you know, like, showing the kind of carnage after that crash. And he says that there is a famous crash that happened at Le Mans. And the guy that was um, filming it happened to just do a pan shot across the crowd. And it was like, he kind of based it on that. He also said that when they were scouting that particular location, uh, we Zola, which is like 30 minutes before the end of the race that, um, that they met this old guy and he was the young kid. He said, he told the story of like, his dad know, my getting him and stuff. 
Yeah, my family wow. just sat down to dinner. My brother was older and faster than me. He ran out there, and he was one of like the nine people that wow. died. Or because so he I just beat him have, by like ten feet or whatever. I think yeah. you have to show the gore and the violence to establish how truly deadly the sport yeah. is and how yeah. dangerous it is. Otherwise, it would you wouldn't understand any of the drama. There wouldn't be any. It would be right, too yeah. much of a fantasy. And it would also be too, uh, it, it would make it too glossy. It's also like, a, it's like typical of any footage of races at that time. I haven't watched a lot of old races, but I have friends that yeah, have neither. and will text me that are like, I just saw like, you know, a person's arm get lobbed off in this race Oof. footage for oh Formula One. It's scary like, as it's hell just, being, yeah, being crazy. close to those cars. No, it's the scary one- to be like on the side of like the 101. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, it, like just being that close to cars, it's like they're death machines. There's, there's- uh, yeah, every every once in a while you're merging on the freeway and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. what? what <laughs> my little fragile human body, like a big sack of blood is in this you know, 4,000 pound car. I'm just like, what the fuck? And I would be on race the at Long Beach and um, it's, it's still kind of has the feel of just like a janky random ass race, you know? Oh, yeah. It's... Somebody hooked us up, a, a guy from um, uh, the Cadillac team, which is trying to make a name, more of a name for itself in racing, uh, hooked me and my friend Garrick up with, a couple of passes to get into the paddock and stuff. And so you're down there and the whole time you're thinking, I really shouldn't be. (laughs) And it's just chain link fence between you and these cars going over 200 miles an hour. And they whiz by you and you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad he's a good driver. That's one one of, one of the, the, the things in the movie that, that I, that, I thought was crazy to see just like as someone who watches races now, uh, a, a racing fan, you know, I, I also went to the, the Long Beach race last week or last last year. Mm. Um, the the there's the pit stop in the middle uh, of the race, uh, not not the final one, but like the, the stop before where they're they're fueling up and the guys are getting out of the car and they're talking to each other and then they get back in the car and they start racing again. They're racing from the pit lane. Like they are, they are like drag racing. They are like, let's go. We're both in the pit lane driving. There are, there's spectators, there's fans lining all down the pit lane. Uh, and, and that, that it's, it, I don't know if it's supposed to be foreshadowing for the, for the accident, but, but that is, that's not, that is not the case these days. Like there are no fans. They're too close. <laughs> they, 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 there's, there's a, they have a speed limit in the pit lane. Like they cannot, like when they enter, they have, they cannot be faster than 50 miles an hour. Uh, they get penalized if they're going too fast. Uh, it's so safe now around the pit lane. So in this movie, where it's like now they got the Tom lane, Cruise and Brad and they Pitt are... in there pretending that they're going to be <laughs> yeah, that's twenty year old yeah. <laughs> uh, Formula One drivers in their next movie. Yeah, yeah, we should. You guys should know that Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt is has been last season was driving around on the track with the other drivers as they were getting ready for the race. They're like, all right, now Brad Pitt's going to go out and he's going to. He's gonna do a I lot with these, the guys. <laughs> I love that celebrity, like you know, male celebrities just eventually are like, ah, I'm gonna well, become a Patrick, racing guy. Patrick yeah. Dempsey Patrick- is a racing guy, and he yeah. like r- 
has like, like, a team right? at Le Mans, yeah. which I so I went to Le Mans in 2022. Oh, uh, how was that? It ruled. It's like the best oh, thing ever. That's awesome. Um, but Michael Fassbender drives for Patrick Dempsey's racing team. And so he was driving <laughs> at Le Mans. That's so awesome. That, um, oh, and Patrick gamers. Dempsey was there like doing radio, like at like 1 a.m. I was like at, on a hill watching cars go by and like you have like the radio headphones uh, and like Patrick Dempsey's like doing an interview with Radio Lamont from the garage, like talking about his team. <laughs> I get it, man. I, if I had <laughs> just a shit ton of money and time, it's like, yeah, I would love. Like reading um, James Gardner's biography talks a lot about the Baja 1000. And I was like, you know what? I would love to do that race. <laughs> just fucking driving like for days through like crazy ass shit. Yeah. Uh, me too. I, <laughs> he talks a lot because he raced pretty soon after this the era of this movie so he's racing in the 60s um and he talks about like and he was kind of a big guy he was bigger than most drivers um so he didn't really fit in these cars but he talks a lot about just them putting a piece of cardboard in the bottom of he's like we didn't have chairs <laughs> like people the all these drivers now have full-blown computer systems in there and safety he's like we didn't have to it, the the only padding you got was a little piece of cardboard that you sat on. Yeah. And then like below that's a wooden plank. Yeah. God, it's, it's still on the cars. You're just in you're truly in a coffin. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like even now with all the technology, like I went to um Long Beach Grand Prix like a while ago, and I just remember we got supposedly good seats. You know, I, I would like to get more into it now. I was telling Ben and Gabrus this that it's I'm jealous that you guys are are up to speed on it because I kind of want to commit some some time and get I'll into tell it. You, but it's real easy to get up to speed on it. There's <laughs> yeah. 20 guys. There's only 20 guys you need to know. 20 I, guys, I, I 10 would, teams. That's it. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna that that'll be one of my New Year's resolutions is to, you know, get you know, give over to Formula One. But I I went to this Grand Prix and we got supposedly good seats. And like I was telling Gabrus and Rogers about this, but like you would just like sit and wait. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then wait yeah. for a while. And this is like, and I was thinking like, there's fucking humans in those. Okay. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, I, and this I, is with the technology. I couldn't imagine just being like, you know, like no top on the car, just like fucking goggles on <laughs> driving around. Uh, I, I had a friend um, who was working at the uh, Las Vegas Grand Prix uh, and she uh, it's not a was not a Formula One fan. Didn't follow at all. Didn't know. She just knew that I was a fan. So she was like, "Oh, I'm going." And I'm like, "Oh, great! You gotta you gotta keep me updated. Let me know what's going on." And she was like watching practice, not even like qualifying or anything. She was watching the practice, and she was like, "These cars are so fast. I've never <laughs> seen anything like this." And I was like, "This is just practice. Wait until qualifying. They're gonna be fat, the, the fastest they're gonna be all weekend." So then, like, she, like, keeps me updated when, like, qualifying is happening. She's like, I am so on board with this. I am, I've, I am, I, I get it. I totally get it. And I've never seen Formula One in person. I've only seen it on TV. I've seen, I've seen IndyCar at, at Long mm -hmm. Beach. But, but uh, that to me, that, like, the, the fact that she was, like, seeing these cars in person flying as fast as they possibly can over like 220 miles an hour down the Vegas strip. And she was like, I am 
I am a fan of this now. Where was she? <laughs> was she in like a hotel room or something? She she was working. Uh, she was like one of the uh, working for one of the sponsors for Red Bull. So she was like she was around down there the Red the Bull yeah. paddock a lot now, of the time. The rules. I find yeah, I'm very jealous being there to be extremely exhausting. And I do think the way to it, I, I the fantasy I have for experiencing Formula One in person is like being in one of those suites where you can yeah. look down and kind of watch the car zoom around. It's, it feels like being at a Formula One race, which is a three day event, kind of feels like you're at like a convention. I can't like, imagine doing vibe. three days. Yeah. It's it's fully like there's so many people. I went to the Canadian Grand Prix also in 2022. And just like at, at least my experience because of where I was sitting mm-hmm. was like the furthest point away walking wise. And it would just be like, you know, you like you'd be traveling with a group of people walking on these like dirt paths to get to a bridge that you have to cross over. And then you like you're all there and then it starts raining, which it did at oh, our shit. race. And so all of us were just like sprinting back. You're kind the... of always uncomfortable, no matter yeah, how you're good this constantly. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, constantly I, music festival. I yeah, want, it's, I it was go, literally like that. I want to go uh, uh, to Monza. Uh, that's that's like uh, uh, Marie and I have t- have talked a bit about about uh, traveling abroad, going to a race. And, and we both want to go to Monza. But all I've heard from people have been to monza or people uh who work for formula one or or whatever they're all like monza is uh, uh is like the hardest it's the pinnacle to, of motorsports it's the pinnacle of motorsports the temple of speed of course uh <laughs> but it is uh, a pain in the ass to get to like like you have to walk several miles to get to the track yeah, yeah like you're just like out in the woods there's no like <laughs> the food is shitty like like you're camping basically to watch uh uh the race like like you're just camping camping. I already, race track yeah i already camped at le mans so i can handle yeah anything. Can handle. except I it didn't rain if, if it had no. ra- rained then i would have hated my life <laughs> i know marika's gonna want to do all three days and i don't know if i could i got send Wait, me back you to camped Milan. At, you camped at like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking crazy <laughs> at least I, I, I at like least camping. with that you have like i've cool... never been camping before <laughs> oh shit <laughs> At least with that stuff, you have a cool car race to watch as opposed to like some fucking dirty hippie totally. that's yeah. nude with his dick out serving you coffee or whatever. Well, like yeah, a burning and it man. was also the the campsite that I stayed at. I it was like technically a, a glamping camp, oh, yeah. like it, but it was just like a bigger tent. It wasn't that extravagant, but it was one of the private campsites that was run by like a British couple that had been going to Le Mans for 15 years, so they had like good food and good bathrooms and stuff, but you had to travel through the public campsites to get to ours, and it would just be like the difference was so funny. It was just like, it that was the more like, I assume Burning Man vibe of like people just kind of like hitting the van when you would go past and like uh, just Jesus like everyone Christ. just kind of like outside it's like 28 bothered. days later <laughs> i did you know, I, when i was just a lot of drug I, british people I, one, one of um the my friend and i just got in a van we just like we we went in with a team and got in a van that <laughs> we were not and then we just pretended to be stupid foreigners and they gave up 
<laughs> and then they they like and we were like, hey, we really need a ride. And they were was like, this, it's this front was of the in teeth. France. This was in France because it was so much walking and it was so hot. It's so that, much. and everybody was miserable and everybody's trying to get on these these vans for the teams because like you were it's it's awful. <laughs> so yeah, we. We kept on being like, thank God we got on this man or we'd be fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, there was one point during Le Mans, it was like middle of the night because they have free buses that can like take you to different watching points. And we were at like um, Arnage in Indianapolis, which are like two of the high speed corners or whatever. You, it's like cool to go there at night because you can see the car, like the brakes light up. When they're breaking. Yeah. Um, but then trying to get back from there, it was just like no buses coming, oh, freezing fuck. cold because the temperature, ah. it was like it would go from like 90 degrees during the day to just like absolutely frigid at night. Uh, and everyone's just like standing outside, like, when is this? Bus Here's coming? my controversial Formula One opinion. Maybe it's not so. They should all be at night. Every single race <laughs> should be at nighttime. <laughs> It looks are, better. The night rate, yeah, it looks better. It looks better. It's definitely like I've only I've only like watched it on TV, but the night races do look better. Cars they should look wet better. The roads. It's too like, hot. Cinematic. Yeah, they they should wet the, they wet should the wet roads. roads. <laughs> they yeah. should wet the roads. Absolutely. Go full oh. Michael Mann. <laughs> yeah. So talking about tenants of Michael Mann, Casey, I was like, nobody shoots nighttime better than him. I was like, are we going to get any race at night? And we get a little bit of the race at night, and it looks fucking <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Um, a couple of other like quick moments I liked was um, uh, when I think it's Von Trips, but I keep fucking I keep trying to say this guy's name and he may not be you. You're but, obsessed with Von Trips. I, I, I am. Said I, it I, five times already. It's one of the few names I have written in my notes. So I just I want to. <laughs> well, you helped, that, you helped yeah. them escape the Nazis during World War II. So. <laughs> really stuck with you. Uh, good guys on both sides. Um, but uh, I I was gonna say like when it shows him like. You know, they're all trying to write the letters to their Oh my girlfriend. god, I was just looking at my notes like we haven't even talked about this. The love letters is so good. Yes. God, and I, like, they, I would love to see some of those letters of just being like, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's got and the one guy that like kind of nails it. I think it's Von Tripp, so maybe it's the other guy. And then like they have him in the mirror and then he stands up and gets out of the way and he's got a mistress in the bed with him was so fucking great. It was just like, how can you tell like a whole story in one shot? You know, it's like my love as always is all yours. And then like, he's got the fucking lady in bed with them and poor Portago, you know, is just like laboring over what to write, you know? Um, oh. I love that. I love it when, um, they uh they give the kid the banana of one of the drivers and the yeah. kids all fucking oh, pumped yeah. to get the banana. <laughs> like that was a great scene. And then a couple of things I heard man talk about the movie. All the mechanics in the movie are actual Formula One guys or have Formula One history. Oh wow. Um, Rules. Yeah. And the barber in uh Modena oh, yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> was the the son of the guy that used to shave and do uh uh Enzo, Enzo? hair. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, another so great cool specific kind of for, 
Uh, I yeah, love all ahead. those. Another great specific I love uh, from the movie is Dempsey giving a ride to the Maserati driver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 shoot out. He's like, you, yeah. he's like, you don't. You walk. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. hey, come on. <laughs> and I will say it is one of the most humiliating parts of racing is after a guy totals his car, yeah. he has to he's walk with his fucking giant oh. helmet on and his stupid suit. And there's no way to do it and look good. And then and like best you have case to like, scenario, he hops on the back of a scooter. And yes, gets you a get ride. on the back of a scooter and you look somehow even more emasculated. Yeah. You look or like, like the a fucking golf cart. Uh, Spaceballs guys, like we ain't found shit with those like big helmets, and <laughs> like, huge helmets, <laughs> and the collar to keep the helmets on, and like yeah. they all look fucking so. And they want to keep well, the helmet all, on they're because all... they're so fucking mad. Yeah, they're they're mad. They're embarrassed. They're probably crying. Uh, they're also <laughs> very small men. They're they're all yeah, very they're short, tiny. very skinny. Because uh, they got to keep their weight down. So then with the helmet, that makes it look like they're in big head mode on NBA Jam. Spaceballs. Two quick questions. What do you guys think that Enzo Ferrari thought of uh, Ferris Bueller's day off? And then also, what do you think the Maserati guy thought of uh, the Joe Walsh song? <laughs> My Maserati guy. <laughs> I can make it faster. <laughs> I can make it faster than Joe Walsh songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mr. Walsh, we're gonna make it go faster than 185. 185. Yeah. yeah. My Maserati does 185. <laughs> was Enzo That's Ferrari? Was 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 Enzo alive uh, for? Um, he died in '88, so I think he was for that song. Yeah, that's got to be pre-'88. No, the for for Ferris Bueller though. For Ferris, oh, Ferris, Ferris Bueller, Bueller. Oh, Enzo. Uh, You're forgetting the, the other question. <laughs> oh, Maser- yeah. Uh, the fucking thank you. Uh, I want to say Ferris Bueller was maybe 88, 86. Well, I yeah. know for the last two years of Enzo's life, he stopped going to valets ever since he saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Well, he, he, tried to sign, he tried to sign the valets to the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys were fucking fearless. Do you think he Maserati saw the Broderick. movie New Kids? <laughs> <laughs> the New Kids, uh, a movie very few people have seen, but it ends with uh, Uncle Joe saying he wants to buy a Maserati, I believe. Whatever yeah, the fuck his name was. If you want to talk about a movie made for just one person, we got a podcast <laughs> just for three people. Chock full of I, references like that. I tell you what, if I if I had access to time travel, I'd go back and play the song Choices uh, by E40 to uh, the Maserati guy. You would have loved E40. That's all I would use all your it dead for. Re- all your dead relatives watching you time travel back. <laughs> like, hey, what's he doing? <laughs> No, he's not going to come see grandma's big old titties in their fucking low-cut blouse. Ryan, come here. Give me another hug. Motorboat grandma, Ryan. Yeah, fucking Pazuzu was like uh, fucking with me. You talk about how I used my, you know, my time travel to uh, play the E-40 song and not to visit her. Ryan. Commandante. I'm going to start calling people that at like the cafe and shit. Commandante. I'm going to order an espresso and be like, 
Grazie, commandante. <laughs> just make, become like this absolutely uh, obnoxious fucking You're homie. Like the kid in uh, the the kid in fucking what was that bike movie? Um, uh, oh, Rad. No, uh, the uh, bicycle thief. Yeah, no, the movie with the with the, the the kids in Indiana that are like the fucking stoner, the the like working at the stone mills, and the one kid's like. Oh, cutter, the, cutters, uh, cutters, yeah. What? Yeah, the, one kid talks with an Italian accent the whole whole time. Breaking Dennis away. Quaid, breaking away, breaking away. <laughs> we got there. Cutters is what their team name. <laughs> yeah, they were in Indiana. They were known as stoners, but they couldn't say that because it, it made them sound like they were just fucking getting high. But so they changed it to cutters. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We all knew we'd end up talking about Breaking Away, the bike riding <laughs> movie set in Indiana. Uh, Mama, speaking Papa. of <laughs> Marika, do you like do you like journalism uh, movies or like thriller movies from like that genre? Because I really think Insider could yeah, could be th- could be a gateway that transcends. Into- it's okay. bigger than man. It's Pacino. It's Crow. It's fucking. Uh, it's really I don't good. Like I think you won't like. <laughs> it. You don't like Pacino. I don't think you. I, I don't okay. know why you're giving her the hard I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to say anything. But you don't like man. You don't like Pacino. You got a fucking Paranorman poster behind you. So get off your fucking <laughs> high horse. <laughs> I don't like Pacino. I'm more Paranorm- of a Paranorman guy. Okay. <laughs> My plug is action, boys. I'm out of here. Sorry, Marika. <laughs> uh, I guess Miami to be Vice- fair, the last thing I saw him in was uh, House of Gucci. So. Take that as you will. <laughs> Miami Vice, pretty fun, uh, and uh, and definitely a, a vibe movie for sure. I well, we do keep like talking about the movie. Why don't we talk about the TV show? I mean, the TV oh, yeah. show rules, and I'm I think it would be fun to go. They're really pushing the fuck out of this 40th anniversary of the Miami Vice TV show because it must have come out in 1984. So like it's it, they're having this big blowout 40th anniversary for all the surviving because the show ran for so long. It was such a huge hit. Like every 80s TV actor was on the show at some point. Yeah. One, Dude, that, two times in some the montages of uh, who they've had as guest stars is always like a fun little thing that goes around the Internet. Like they I, have such a, a wild collection of people that came through there. I'd like to go back and watch the Abel Ferrara uh directed episodes he did a couple <laughs> but they're getting wow, really? they're really working on some nerds are really like hyped about they, they put this whole anniversary thing together and they're getting all these old actors and they're getting like I, it keeps showing up in my uh, instagram feed where it'll be like bruce mcgill being like so we're doing this i'm gonna be there <laughs> I've never watched the only I've only watched one episode of Miami Vice, the, the pilot episode. Uh, great one. It, it was great. Uh, it, it, it made an imprint on me for sure. Uh, because uh, I mean, the well, you're a Florida kid to begin with. I'm right? a Florida kid to begin with. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a car guy. I grew up in a car family uh, and the shots of the Corvette. Conceived in a car, uh, in, if I uh, remember. Conceived in a car, was born in a car. My dad's a transformer. My dad is a car. <laughs> Casey, I'm Casey. proud of you. <laughs> you are part of a car family. Donahue's, roll out. I don't really get your podcast, but I'm proud of you. I got busy. 
<laughs> uh, the the shot the shot in the in the in the pilot uh, the uh, you know the 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 Phil Collins song. Mm. Oh yeah, call, and the, the call the to his ex wife. Yeah, yeah. Was the, he a good man? Once again, yeah, once again, man? glamorizing scumbags. Love yeah. it. Love the it. Deadbeat Sonny Crockett. Mm. <laughs> um. But the 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 shot the, the way he shoots the way Michael Mann shoots the car in that sequence and it's just like the lights of the city at night mm. reflecting off the black Corvette and it's like the shots of the tire the shots like the, the straight down shot of the hood is like is like my screensaver inside my brain when I close my eyes. That's, is that's it a what I, I think it's or is it a Lambo or a Ferrari? I think it might be a Lambo or Ferrari. I, um, I remember being a like, uh, well, we'll, you know, we'll figure this out. I, I, I mean, that's pandemic, guys, I'm going to for sure just like bang out uh, like uh, the full Miami Vice series. <laughs> I'll do that pandemic. with you. Yeah. It I is think, a Ferrari. Uh, You're go, right. It is a Ferrari. To go back to what movies I watched. We're in the I pandemic right now, right? Like literally everyone I know has had COVID yeah. in the last like three weeks. <laughs> I think we're yeah, in. Yeah, it's, it's bad. No, nobody uh, gives a fuck about COVID anymore. <laughs> now it's got to be like a new, like a new strain of some shit. Like, uh, so uh, as you're listening to this, the new strain hasn't come out. It probably has since being released. <laughs> Casey, when does this episode come out? Uh, next week. So there should okay, be so next at week, least yeah. two variants. Uh, There's yeah. probably a new variant of whatever SARS we're dealing with. <laughs> uh, to go back to Michael Mann movies that I would watch, I did look up the uh, descriptions of The Insider and Collateral. Uh, I'm interested in the 60 minutes aspect of the insider, oh, yeah. so maybe I'll give it, it a try. Christopher Plummer I love 60 is, minutes. It plays a great Mike Wallace. It's fucking yeah. crazy. It's, uh, it's, and it's amazing. And it's like about history from when, well, maybe not you, but from when other people, like it's recent history from like, it's history like from, from when, when other people were alive. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you weren't quite born. <laughs> I'll yeah, tell you, I'll tell this you. is like history from when other people were alive. It's crazy. I was going to say from when we were alive, but I had to back off because Marika is a young uh, paranormal head over there. He spoke at my college graduation. Uh, Marika, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, uh, the famous uh, behind the scenes uh, moment of, of the insider that might uh, get you interested in watching the movie. There's a shot where um, Russell Crowe opens a mailbox and there's a bullet in the mailbox and it's the, it's shot from inside the mailbox. Uh, so it's like, he opens it up. He looks in, he sees there's, there's a bullet. The way they shot this, they, they brought a mailbox out onto a, a pier uh, out on the ocean uh, because the light was just so good that Michael Mann was like, <laughs> let's put the mailbox out there, put the camera, cut the hole out at the back of the mailbox, and we'll do it that way because the sun is setting and it looks beautiful. So that's how we're going to shoot this shot. That's a ma- Mailman's like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's <laughs> attitude. I don't know what to do. Uh, I will say it does help that Ferrari and Maserati, like those are the last names. Because it's like, I don't know if anybody's buying a Stanger, no matter how cool it is. <laughs> well, I don't you know, know. It's like, Stanger's you can't imagine. Stanger sounds like a car. It, sounds yeah. great. it doesn't sound as good as though. Like, you can't imagine, like, Justin Bieber getting arrested by the Dade County Police for racing a Stanger around Miami. <laughs> well, Stanger, what was, what was your, because Stanger's a shortened name. What was the original? Uh, St- Stavanger, I think. It's like Norwegian. Oh, okay. 
I, yeah. thought, I was hoping there'd be a vowel at the end there. Like Stangarelli would be yeah. great. Uh, <laughs> I think Stanger or last name is are the Sirocco. only ones that cars, those are the only car names out of us. I think you Brownlee, could drive a Brownlee. Really? Yeah. Brown, I'd drive know. a Brownlee. But yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it gives an air of a Formula One race car, but it <laughs> does sure. give you a, it's a car name. Like, oh, I got yeah. a Brownlee 4x4. Oh, shit. Nice, dude. <laughs> yeah, I drive a Stanger Coupe. That sounds good. But if you have. No, nobody's driving a Rogers. Rogers and Donahue are two, like, actual names. Too generic, yeah. And no one, no one wants to be caught anywhere in a Gabrus. <laughs> You're in a gay bus? <laughs> Yeah, the only people on the gay bus are the uh, the people who shoot the short films for the website Gay Bus. <laughs> short films. Yeah, that's what I call them. That's These how I get away with watching them. These really interesting short films. And I found this site full of these... Uh, just endless short films. It's really inspiring. They really affect me physically. <laughs> it's a hub of short films. <laughs> oh, last thing I really liked about Ferrari was I do like that speech he gives them where it's like, it's when he's trying to pump up his spring team and he was like, we, we're all the same. Like I, you know, you have a friend that drives on it's Friday. It's passion. Vowed, yeah, you you vow to never drive again, and then you're in the car on fucking Sunday. It's like our deadly joy <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Scene. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he uh, he at the end of the scene, he he has this line. I wrote down. It's the only quote I wrote down. Uh, where after he gives him that whole spiel, and he's like, you know, your best friend dies on uh, Monday. By Sunday, you're driving. He after he says that, he goes, break later, steal their line, let them make a mistake. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, let's fucking go. They're it's all fucking housing to pasta. race. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, food the looked so good. The I just wanted did to look good. I wanted to wear, like, you know, just nice clothes, like, dress like a grown man, eat pasta, and drink, like, little espressos, as opposed to, like, my fucking sneakers and kale. Yeah, and that's and that's the dream. That's, like, equivalent to the dream of, like, sitting in the paddock watching a Formula One race. It's, yeah. like, yeah. once you you yeah. can get there, you're in, like, a nice little outfit. You're eating their catering. <laughs> yeah. You're I, on a boat in Monaco watching cars go by. I truly made the. Ch I th I was contemplating going away from cold brew every morning and buying an espresso machine because I just want to have the little cup, you know. And I just like <laughs> I want it so bad. I, lo I like espresso. Nice. That's a but very achievable dream. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> With Amazon, you, got it, babe. you could do it, babe. Uh. I feel like we've uh, we've talked extensively about Ferrari and and here at the pit wall when we watch something a race a movie uh, uh, an episode of Drive to Survive we rate it and when we rate something if we like it we give it a push push if we don't like it we give it a box box uh, so what'd you guys think of the movie? Uh, uh, Gabrus, you start. I'll go, I'll, I'll go. Uh, on a scale of zero to two pushes or zero to two box boxes, I'm going to yeah. go push, push. Yes. Well, because uh, arguably you could say push box. You could say push box. You could box. say push box. You could go box push box also push. if you're leaning more negative. Okay. I'm going to go. Oh, okay. For me, I'm, I'm going to still go push, push. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm going to go push box ultimately. I did fall asleep during it. I did have to watch yeah. the middle of it uh, during the day today. <laughs> I think that's fair. 
think yeah. it's no Cody Smith McPhee as Norman. No, it's or not. Casey Affleck as Mitch Down <laughs> in the or 2012 animated horror <laughs> adventure Paranorman. I like Paranorman too. I like it's it too. Great film. <laughs> it's good. It's like, better than Coraline. No. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go push push. Uh, I also am gonna go push push. Uh, and I pleasantly surprised my expectations were very low. I also didn't have a great viewing experience with this watching it as a screener at midnight. Uh, but it did keep me, uh, it, it did, it, it changed my mood. It, it put me in a good mood. So I, I, I was even tampering my expectations because I was so fucking pissed off putting this movie on. I was like, there's no way I'm going to enjoy this. But it turned things around for me, so I got to give it a push-push. That is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going push-push also. Uh, 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 Rogers, I, I, I'd recommend going and seeing this in the in the theater. Uh, just I know there's not a lot of racing scenes in this movie, but, but they're loud. holy shit, does it sound I heard amazing. it already, yeah, in, in a way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that when I woke up was because the car started. <laughs> I definitely want to... Can I... Can I, I, I got to go back into how shitty my viewing experience was. Uh, not only did I have to watch a screener, but my sound was fucked up, and I was... I, I had... I, I tapped out of trying to figure out, like, my setup, because... You know, I use maybe uh, I had to watch on my Xbox as a DVD player. I don't play video games, so then I had to update my Xbox, which <laughs> automatically updated. So that took like a fucking hour because I haven't used it since the last year. And your then, Xbox is like, look who came crawling back, <laughs> and the sound from the 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 Xbox came through my TV, not my sound bar, because oh, I have an old ass sound setup. Then I had to plug in my headphones into the controller and I watched it with headphones on. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty bad. And the I... controller's all fucked up. So like any movement, it's like, oh, I still God. like the fucking movie. But did you, wow. st were you steering the cars while you were watching? <laughs> I, I, I would be, uh, I, I definitely want to watch again because it, in this viewing, I was like, like Casey, like I was like, I liked it a lot, but it did feel a lot like Michael Mann, you know, sitting on this for 20 years and thinking about it. It's like, oh, I want to say, oh, shit, he fucking, you know, Fiat turned him down initially and then he fucked over Fiat. And then also he was kind of mean to the press. And oh, also this happened, you know? So I was like, I want to, I, wa I definitely want to watch again and just relax and enjoy. Watch it with a gamer headset on. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, can, I'm holding out, I'm holding out until on. I get the Xbox yeah. download for myself, personally. I'm going to watch it on my Switch. Job. Yeah. Great job, my Enzo. Son's friends, we, like, kind of busting over the wire, like, hey, Stone, like, we're are you going to turn on Fortnite or <laughs> what are you doing? You can congratulate Michael Mann at the end. Great job, Michael. We've done it again. Another good picture. Amazing picture, Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Simply lovely. Uh, Simply really lovely. Job lovely. Everyone who's a team ever. Um, I'd like uh, to thank everyone you know, back the and get another one. Stanger Gabrus, this is how every Formula One race ends is uh, yeah. with these little. There's a lot a of communication speech. over open radio that yeah. is <laughs> extremely entertaining of these guys having like either 
kind of empty platitudes or just being absolutely fucking like, stop talking to me. <laughs> I don't, I, what are we doing? What did he do that? Oh, man, you're you're reminding me that it's a great sport. I can't wait for the season to start. <laughs> Honestly, the stake F1 team. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Great music uh, at the, at, at, for the end credits, uh, by the way. The theme song. Mm. Oh, in the movie. Oh, and the, for, for Ferrari, I'm bringing it back home. Gotcha, totally, totally. <laughs> the F1 theme song's good, too. Oh, the Paranorman theme song. Oh, sorry, you guys are still talking about Ferrari? <laughs> Gaber Stanger Rogers, thank you for coming on the pit wall. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, uh, the Action Boys is a uh, Patreon podcast, but we have some free episodes at free.actionboys.biz, and we also have an upcoming live show in Los Angeles, January twenty first. It'll also be a pay per view live stream for anyone who can't make it to the Greater Dynasty Typewriter area. So you can get those <laughs> tickets at live.actionboys.biz. You can see it's me this annoying live. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm actually going to stand outside playing Ferrari super loud, so it's coming through Dynasty oh, Typewriter. That would help us, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Give us something to talk about. I want to plug that Burt Reynolds story about being in a motorcycle race with Steve McQueen. It's worth looking up. I don't know the story. I will look it up. Once you subscribe to Action Boys and help improve our financial futures, then check out this other story that we have nothing to do with. Uh, hey, you already plugged it, man. What am I going to plug it again? Uh, follow us check on out the Instagram. <laughs> check out the Insider on Instagram. Watch Paranorman. Watch it in 30-second chunks on, in- Marlon on Instagram. Brand- oh, this might sell, sell Marika on it. Marlon Brando obsessed with Russell Crowe's performance. He never met him, and he tracked him down just to be like, you're amazing. And then he sent him, like, fucking books of poetry and shit, I think. That's really cute. <laughs> it's really nice it is cute <laughs> uh thanks everyone uh for uh stanger stanger's waving i think stanger he's lost his audio <laughs> yeah he lost his audio he's uh he's uh he's gone thank you stanger. he's patient zero <laughs> um uh follow us on instagram at pitwall pod send us uh slide into the dms send us a quick cue uh we uh rate us five stars on apple spotify uh we will be back at the start of the season at the end of well i guess we'll be back for drive to survive right Marika, yeah that comes february out first, 27th right? i think drive to survive All right. comes out okay so mark we'll see you in march everybody <laughs> uh until then room room to all and to all a beep beep that was a hit gum original <laughs> <laughs>